From the Mitchell Center to Coleman Coliseum, the Bartow and Trojan Arenas. From Veterans Memorial Stadium to Legion Field to Hancock-Whitney Stadium. With a combined 75 years of experience in the sports radio world, these guys have spent their professional lives roaming the stadiums and arenas that host your favorite teams. And now, they invite you to join them inside the press box. Get ready for Chris Stewart. Throws it out. Norris left alone. Corner three. Red smoking hot. J.D. Byers. Three-step drop. Steps up. Looks. Swatted down. Set. Down he goes. Mike Grace. Curveball right back up the middle. They'll wave out and around third base. Slides into the dogs and won it. And the broadcasters, journalists, coaches, and game changers making today's news. <laughs> They're all here inside the Press Box. Welcome to the Press Box Podcast. For my partners, Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Grace. What you're about to hear is just a slice of our Press Box radio show. Heard on great stations across Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. The show is our way of sharing with you the access we enjoy to a group of friends and colleagues who, like us, have the honor of working with and around the teams and the sports we all love. Today's guest, the commissioner of the Sunbelt Conference, Keith Gill. His league about to start their conference tournament in Pensacola, Florida. And, of course, our J.D. Byers, a member of the Sunbelt Conference, through his work with South Alabama, and he was able to welcome Keith Gill, commissioner of the Sunbelt Conference, into the press box. As we bring him on, I'm not fishing for a favor. I'm securing my masculinity. <laughs> I don't know if this is a word, but if you put all of the uh, FBS conference commissioners in one room, we have the handsomest, best dressed, slickest, <laughs> and Keith Gill. We're very proud of Keith Gill and his leadership with the Sunbelt. Welcome in, guy. Oh, thank you. It's great to be here. I, I appreciate the introduction, although uh, you might lose a little credibility for folks who um, know the other who've seen me before. I've got the face made for radio, so this is perfect. Um, this is a perfect format for me. Thanks for having me. As my grandmother going... would say, all foot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going Johnny Gill for a second with the description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Gill without the voice, you know. So. There you go. Commissioner, well, tell us so, about about getting to this point of the year and how much fun it is for your office. There's a ton of work that goes into it, I know, because for a lot of it, the schools manage their own thing. There's certainly guidance and direction from the league and work that's being done. But this week, it's your show coming up. You're, it's your tournament you're putting on for the, the conference members. So kind of give us a feel for what this is like within your office and for the, your staff? You know, it's great. We're really excited. You know, the best things that we, the best thing we do is, is put on championships. It's just great. People come there. They're exciting. They're excited. It's the postseason, And, and so it's, it's nice to do that for the students and, and for the coaches and particularly in a year like this, you know, COVID is um, curveball after curveball, And they're all like 98 miles per hour on the outside corner. You know I mean? It's just really hard to kind of manage, you know, the, the pitches that COVID keeps throwing at us. And so it, it'll be great. You know, there's a lot of anxiety because we're not to the finish line yet, but it will be excited. And this is the first time in a long time that the Sun Belt has had, you know, all of our teams at one site, neutral location, 
you know, branded in a Sunbelt way, you know, and, and so real tournament feel. And it really is kind of this road to March madness, you know, really kind of starts in Pensacola. So we'll be awarded two automatic automatic bids and men's and women's and at a neutral site. So great tournament feel. I'm really excited for um for our for our players and our programs to have a chance to um yeah, get a taste of postseason. I was able to share yesterday, Commission, about you were just saying uh, all the teams come into one site. They're all coming to one city, but there's two sites. You got the Bay Center, you got Hart Cell Arena at Pensacola State. But what I was telling somebody on air yesterday, maybe in this show, my memory's horrible, uh, <laughs> is that it's very equitable. Not you're not sticking a women's uh, tournament at Hart Cell Arena, which is a smaller facility. It, it's equitable. Everybody's going to get a share. You're all going to get an opportunity to play at the base center. Maybe not if you go one and done, but uh, if you go up and you're a one seed, you may have to play at the other uh, because you're only going to get 200 fans in one, limited media accessibility of one. But the base center, wow, what a great facility when we get back to normal post-pandemic uh, experiences to have it. They've done so many improvements there. What a great destination town to hold a tournament. Yeah, you know, Pensacola has been a great partner. Um, so I, I can't say enough about the Pensacola community. And um, and as you know, I mean, pretty much that I-10 corridor between New Orleans and Pensacola is, is the heart of the Sun Belt, you know, in terms of, you know, the championships that we have in Foley, uh, the championships that we have in Pensacola. And we certainly keep want to keep growing that. So it's going to be awesome. And then the base center, the investments that they've made, the video boards, they have new video boards now. Um, I was I was there on December 30th for the unveiling and they're just spectacular. It's, you know, all chairbacks, really good size. Um, You know, they've done some new things in the concessions area and the concourses back of the house. They added um, two more locker rooms, upgraded their locker room. So it really is the the way the community of Pensacola has supported this. This is awesome. And um, and we look forward to supporting Pensacola because, um, you know, it's a place where all of us in the Sunbelt footprint vacation. We love the Gulf Coast of Florida and also Alabama. I know you guys are in Alabama, so it's kind of a shared Gulf Coast there. But that community is important to um, the conference, and it's great to have the basketball tournaments there. Commissioner, is this where it was supposed to be held to begin with, or did it get moved because of COVID? No, this is where it was supposed to be held to begin with. So this is the this is the first of um, a five year um, kind of um, agreement that we signed with um, with the city of Pensacola. And, um, and so obviously this year is not going to be exactly the way we had hoped when we kind of um, um, entered into this arrangement because um, of the COVID curveball. But it gives us a chance to kind of figure it out and, and kind of do some branding and, and, and begin to build um, some awareness in that marketplace. And then also with our um, 12 Sunbelt community. So we're excited to get started in Pensacola. But no, this is where it was supposed to be from the start. Pensacola is our partner, and and we hope we're there long term. It, it, it's it's going to be a great place for the championship. That general area has developed into a, a nice location for basketball, and it may not be the first place people think about. But I was taught, I was having this conversation with Nate Oates last night. I did nineteen eighteen nineteen years ago. I did a great Alaska shootout game in Anchorage, and then people went oh, to wow. Maui or the Bahamas for the first time and go, what are we doing? Let's go there. Let's go to St. Thomas. Let's go somewhere. It's, it's warmer and nicer. Well, you know, the rotation limits some of those destinations, but Northwest Florida, whether you're talking about November or now, obviously in March, 
that's a really good spot to be. And looks like you guys are, or have, have kind of cashed in on that. And, and uh, it's, it's relatively new to think of as a postseason site, but it sounds like it's one that's going to be a, a pretty popular place that you could put down roots for a while. Yeah, no, I think so. You know, certainly when we were going through the the process of trying to select a community, you know, for at least for me, you know, Pensacola was 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 kind of the front runner, you know, great facility, great town, great beaches, great weather. You know, I mean, I grew up in Orlando. So, um, you know, being in Florida is like going back home. And so I feel like we hit the um, postseason jackpot and really surprised that there wasn't already um a postseason basketball tournament in Pensacola with a great facility and obviously a great community. So we are excited and, and we hope this is a long run, you know, I mean, obviously our, our first, um, the initial part of our deal is five years, but we want it to be um, 20 years, you know, 30 years, you know, looking back, you know, I think our teams are going to really like it. Our fans are going to really like it. And then we want the community to really um, support it because at the end of the day, you know, this is the opportunity for us, you know, this is March madness. You know, when you think about, you know, the road to the NCAA tournament, it starts with conference tournaments. That's where people earn the app, the automatic qualifying bid. That's where they punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament. And so this really is an extension of the NCAA tournament. And we're really excited to bring it um, to Pensacola and um, and and to um, into that community. Sunbelt Conference Commissioner Keith Gill is in the press box with us this morning and a former student athlete himself back in the day. He played football for Duke. And speaking of football, the Sunbelt really represented this last fall. Arkansas State, Louisiana opened up with wins against Big 12 opponents on the road. Louisiana and then Coastal Carolina emerged with a great season. And then the bowl win percentage was remarkable. Kind of give us the nutshell of, of how you were pleased with Sunbelt football this year plus going forward. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had a, a spectacular year, you know, I mean, there's no other way to put it really excited about um, Sunbelt football in terms of, you know, 2020 season. You know, you think about it, we had those three big wins on the road, the big 12 in week two. So Louisiana beats Iowa state coastal beats Kansas and then case and then Arkansas state beats K state. And that really was the springboard um, to what turned out to be an outstanding year. You know, you go through it, Big wins across the board. You know, Sunbelt had the most non-conference wins of any FBS conference last year. So really, you know, we're getting it done. We had two teams ranked in the CFP that certainly were poised um, to play in our championship game. Unfortunately, COVID knocked that out. But but the fact that we had two teams ranked in the CFP, I think we're poised to have two teams ranked in the preseason polls going into the 2021 season. Which is um, which is really exciting. So great year of football, you know, and then obviously the, the you know the coastal BYU game, you know, figuring that out on 72 hours notice and game day being there. So it really was a great showcase for the quality of football um, that we have in the Sun Belt. And then I think also, you know, if you think about you know the Sun Belt postseason, which yeah, or kind of after the season in terms of some of the coaching hires and obviously even the coach at South Carolina at South Alabama. You know, I feel like we hit it out of the park with um, the new coaches that we have at, you know, South Al, at ULM, and also at um, Arkansas State um, that come into the league. And so it's, um, you know, we, we've got great momentum. We're really excited. Um, you know, the 2021 season can't get here fast enough because um, I, I think we're going to pick up where we left off and, um, and, and keep showing um, the country, you know, the, the, the quality of football that we have in the Sun Belt. Commissioner, I, I grew up in Birmingham and was born in 70. I remember literally the birth of the Sunbelt Conference. And while 
Uh, I you know, grew up in the heart of SEC country and grew up an Alabama fan. I also was a UAB fan. I was a, I was a Sunbelt Conference fan because that tournament was held in Birmingham so many times during the, uh, the, the initial years that UAB was a Sunbelt member. I saw its growth. I followed it. I think a lot of people may be interested in how much collaboration there is. They think of the, the Power Five and Group of Five as being separate entities, and I know each conference stands on its own. That being said, there's a lot of collaboration, isn't there, between the SEC and the Sun Belt itself, between those two offices, especially when it comes to officiating. Yes. Yeah, no. I mean, to, to be honest with you, there's probably not a commissioner I talk to more than, than Greg Sankey, you know, I mean, just because, you know, we're in the same region. Um, we, we play a ton of non-conference games um, against each other in football and a whole host of other sports, you know, two great, you know, basketball con- or baseball conferences as well. We play basketball, we play softball. So, um, and then we have officiating consortiums with them. So we work together with the SEC on, I think it's six um, six different sports, um, football being a primary primary um, part of that consortium arrangement where um, we work together in terms of training, um, in terms of um, kind of um, getting a pipeline of officials, recruiting, those kinds of things. So, yes, we work really closely um, with our fellow conferences, but particularly in our region with the SEC. We're very close. There's a lot of collaboration on a lot of different um, areas and particularly now during COVID, you know, I mean, we, we were really connected, um, trying to make sure that we had a sense of what, what each other were doing, um, in terms of, um, kind of moving forward with the season. So lots of collaboration, lots of work and, um, and we're really thankful for the partnership. So SEC is a great partner, um, for the Sunbelt conference. Yeah. Shed a little light, please on the COVID aspect. Cause I'd totally forgotten that. And I can't believe I did, but that's a prime example where this region of the country didn't say, by golly, we're going to play. You just said, by golly, we're not going to make a decision until we have to, which was very different and did open the window for you to be able to play a schedule. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I mean, that was really our philosophy the whole time was don't make a decision until you absolutely have to. And just because we knew everything was changing, it seemed like every week we learned something different about COVID. And particularly early in the spring, you know, every day it seemed like the um, the the knowledge about COVID would double. So I, I do think that was an important um, important point. I do think kind of talking to your colleagues and and reaching out to get a sense of their perspective or how they were viewing things or what their doctors were saying. Because I think one of the things that was really hard for us was when you know, like the Big Ten canceled, the Pac-12 canceled, and you know the Mountain West and and also the MAC. People were asking us, well, what do you know that they don't know that they can cancel? You know, and my point to them is like, we don't know anything they don't know. We're just trying to manage what we know based on what our medical people are telling us. And they're saying that we can do this in a safe way. And um, and, and so I, I think having conferences to lean on and to talk to that were going through kind of what we were going through, trying to play, trying to play with all the pressure on us of some of the unknowns but some of your conference colleagues have canceled. Um, it was really difficult. And, um, and so the only way to get through that is working together, staying in constant communication. And, um, and it turns out we were able to have a safe um, season. And the great thing is those four conferences that certainly didn't start playing um, eventually did, and they were able to have a season as well. 
And I think that that was good for FBS. I think that was a testament to our ability to work together, collaborate. And, um, and, and, I'm, and I'm glad we were able to do it because I, I certainly wouldn't want to be trying to play football now on top of the basketball tournament and playing baseball and softball. And we just had an indoor track championship. So um, I'm, I'm glad we were able to play that out in the fall. Yeah, and uh, from a broadcaster's perspective, I think you considerably having a lot of sports at one time would be unbelievable. Keith Gill, the commissioner for the Sun Belt, heading over to Pensacola. I know uh, Travis Luella was heading, heading over yesterday. I got to talk to Nancy as well. You guys, your entire team just does a remarkable job, uh, and you're adding to that team as we speak. Uh, thanks so much for your time today. I wish you the best with all those teams converging, and uh, I wish you a very happy and safe tournament. Yeah, sounds great. Hey, and thanks so much, JD. I look forward to seeing you in a couple days. Keith Gill, Commissioner of the Sunbelt Conference, and our guest here on the Pressbox Podcast. Find our daily radio show, just visit pressboxradio.com. Check the affiliates page there to find the station nearest you, the episodes page to hear the show on demand, or simply press the listen button to hear the Pressbox anytime, 24-7. On social media, we're Pressbox Radio 1. That's Pressbox Radio and the number one. And we'd love to hear from you. So shoot us an email anytime at theguys at pressboxradio.com. Simply theguys at pressboxradio.com. Until next time, for my partners Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Grace. Thanking you for joining us here inside the Press Box.